0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Coffee with Mirko. Um, Very excited to get back onto regular streams. So if you've been enjoying uh, these streams, feel free to reshare, retweet and uh, take a screenshot and recommend the show to uh, other coffee lovers and non. So today we're going to have Ralph from St. Drew, who just tuned in. So without further ado, we're going to bring him on and Hi, Bianca. Hi, everyone. Good to see you online, live. Copy, casualty. Hey Raph. How are you, buddy?
1: Yeah, good, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. I love your blue shirt and the glasses. Very nice.
1: It's not that I I like to look fashionable. I just can't see you otherwise. That's all.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> uh, first things first. Uh, how are you with the pandemic, and how's your family and everyone?
1: Yeah, family's good. Uh, the kids are good. Kids are great. They having a ball actually. Uh, at the end of the day, um, the pandemic obviously is is affecting us as a business the same way as uh, basically any other business in hospitality and any other business really. So um, you know, we could We 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 basically are trying to get through it i believe the worst is behind us oh i mean you know it's hard to predict what's going to happen next i guess but we we're trying to be positive we're trying to stay positive we have to like, we have we to, have to.
0: yeah 100 um raf without further ado uh tell the audience and people who are going to watch and re-watch this uh, how did you start your coffee journey
1: um my coffee journey how did i start my coffee journey oh look I grew up in a household where coffee was um, taken pretty seriously by my mom particularly. So it um, doesn't matter what sort of uh, place we, we visited, what place we lived in or we placed uh, or, or sort of um, um, went to. My mom knew a little sort of place when we can go and get a fresh coffee and we can um, uh, get a good coffee. So she was always very open to um, basically trying different things and experimenting as the oldest of uh, three siblings i was allowed to actually grind the coffee for her so i grew up with this beautiful smell of fresh freshly grounded coffee um in a heart which i always loved in all honesty i wasn't a big fan of coffee till i probably turned 17 or years old um, made my way um through um europe with a, a couple of mates in a car ended up in sicily where um, one of the sort of you know old school southern italian styles of espresso blew my head off and that's where i basically decided that you know coffee is something that we definitely need to pay attention to um um later on in in my in my sort of journey i ended up in australia uh, where the coffee Coffee industry and, and and coffee culture was very very different than the coffee culture in 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 Europe, in basically.
0: Yeah. So I kind of uh,
1: um, came across a number of people that were really into their coffee. Taught me how to make coffee. Taught me uh, um, how to sort of um, uh, take coffee seriously. Um, and I just loved it since, and I never looked back. So. Uh, starting with the sort of, you know, making coffee, learning how to make coffee as a barista in, in different sort of cafes around uh, Sydney. Um, then getting involved in a um, uh, coffee company, um, what, 15 years ago now. Um, and then here I am now.
0: Yeah, in fact, from from working for a coffee roaster and different bars and cafes, you started uh, your own roastery. What was it? What, was that your, you know, your your true call for your passion of having your own business
1: look um i've always worked kind of for myself a b um i just felt that there is um there's a room for it i i also thought that that i believe that you know the idea behind saint jean was born out of passion and love for for coffee as a product and 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 and, um, and hospitality industry as as it stands for um you know, uh, I, I had a number of years of experience. I've known and I got to know a lot of incredible um, people in the industry. It's an incredible industry, super, supercharged and um, are full of um, um, humble and beautiful people. Um, I must say not all of them, but most of them. Um, so I, I, I love what I do for the industry. So doing this for almost 15 years, I thought to myself, look, why not? Um, I've got sort of, um, I know a lot of people that would sort of jump on board with me, um, with us. And I had this idea for very sort of long time, brewing in my head about, you know, certain things that I want to do slightly differently. I also believe that um, the coffee industry kind of got lost for a while, um, not in a negative way. Uh, we okay. kind of started over overthinking and overdoing each other. And, things so i just wanted to start something that is going to be simply based on the idea of simplifying whatever we're doing let's just make it simple and understandable by everyone involved particularly the customer the coffee yeah. drinker the the re- re- retail coffee drinker
0: and, uh, it's, it's and you're right it, it is a supercharged industry um you know i i had the luck of working nearly 10 years in coffee my My last job before starting my own agency, I was working for Tobias Estate for a number of years, and, you know, it's true, you know, there's a lot of humble people, and and I think that going back to people, you know, you you basically were saying, let's go back to basics, and I think that also we have lost the touch with people a little bit in the cafe. We had a lot of focus in the cup, in the jug, in the machine, and we kind of built a wall, and we we forgot that we're in the people business. This is hospitality first.
1: Look, another thing is, and something that you just said before, we, we, we got lost in the cup. We got lost in the cup. We as an industry got lost in the cup a little bit. Um, yeah, I've met a lot of people that the, the, the regularly would drink coffee and enjoy coffee and would be going out daily or weekly to try different places, different coffees, different brewing methods, you name it but they never had many people to talk about it because the industry got together and we started doing things for the industry, not for um, the coffee drinkers, not for people that are willing to learn. So what what we started here at St. Drew, we just really want to be personable. We just really want to make sure that people um, are feeling okay to ask us questions and don't feel stupid about it. We just want to make sure that the coffee is named coffee. or all the descriptors that we've got for our coffees, um, relatable, like we can relate to them in our everyday life. Um, and that seems to be working for us, I guess, so far.
0: And on top of, and on top of that, what was, I suppose, the, you know, give, give a brief idea of uh, what was behind St. you know, on top of that.
1: Look, like I said before, the main thing was um, um, the idea of simplifying a lot. Uh, simplifying mm-hmm. everything we do, starting with, you know, the approach towards customers. Um, um, at the same time, we basically want to honour the, you know, past um, 20, 30 years that between myself and Ernest, we've got um, in the industry, um, you know, everyone, um, I'm still at the office, by the way, everyone uh, everyone here basically has got um, you know, decades um, of experience in coffee, regardless of being a barista, a manager, um, a Q grader or or, or head trainer or trainer or or R&D. We we all got together and we thought, you know, this is just, sometimes it's just too much. Um, We just want to make something um, a lot more approachable and easier, easier to deal with, easy to be um, with sort of shining light on the bottom line. Problem is with the industry right now, there's a lot of shops. Um, we obviously have got a lot of cafes and everyone's doing coffee, but um, not, not many people making money. And that's our livelihood. We just need to make sure that they, um, you know, they're doing their very best. We need to help them to get more out of it.
0: And, and I'm glad, Yeah, and I'm glad that you pointed out because my next question is very connected. You know, as, as an entrepreneur, uh, as yourself, what advice would you give to people who are just getting started? Because I think a lot of people are just too afraid of failure and the judgment that comes from it. But at the same time, you know, look at you—you're it's uh, ten past five and you're still at the office. I think that's obviously a element to it.
1: Well, I I got
0: here at six a.m. this morning. But um, look, my my one and
1: only advice would be: um, it's not as peachy as it sounds. Um, a lot of people started uh, cafe and, and got into the cafe business or hospitality in general by uh, going pick up coffee in the morning to the local stores, seeing how busy they are and saying, well, I can do it too. Another thing is there's a lot of baristas that, has, that they have um, amazing skill behind them. They, they can do whatever they want. Um, they can, coffee-wise, they know a lot, a lot. But um, they're not necessarily that great at running business. You know, before you start, um, main thing is do your homework. Do yep. um, come up with a solid business plan. Come up with the the, the best case scenario, but m- most most of all, come up with a business plan that will show you the worst case scenario. And work back from there. It's it's never as peachy or, or amazing as it looks or sounds like. It's um, hospitality. Um, it's a tough gig, you know. You've got, you know, you've got. It's a numbers game. It's a people's game. You, you, you've got number of people coming in and out of stores daily. You need to make sure that you know you 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 you're always pleasant. You 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 always happy to see them, and it's hard to make meet everyone's demand. It's hard I, to be. It's hard to be everything and every, for everyone. Yeah. It's, 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 it's,
0: so- I think in a cynical way, sorry to jump in,
1: no.
0: cynically COVID-19 is going hopefully to help in a way because I feel that what happened, especially here in Melbourne, um, and we're going to the difference between Melbourne and Sydney uh, in, in a second, but you know, too many people saw a cafe as a great idea to diversify their portfolio or to run a cafe, peachy like you called it, and, you know, it's the accountant, it's the banker, it's the uh, physiotherapist, you name it. Uh, basically, they go there on a Sunday, they say the place is packed, they see a smashed avocado for 1850, 19. I can do it, and I'll put alpha on top of it, right? I'll be <laughs> going to very soon. Right. Um, and I think that for many times, many years, because a lot of people told them, don't do it, uh, and they did it, I think that the virus will be actually a good exit plan, and I translate. On a human level, uh, in terms of connecting, We all, a lot of us are afraid of judgment, right? So if you were to quit and shut your business down six months ago, you would have to cope with a lot of criticism. However, with COVID-19, you in an a way... Now.
1: You've got an excuse now. And look, um, let's call let's it an excuse, or whatever we want to call it unfortunately and i already see that in sydney i already see that in sydney there are numbers of sites that i know i won't be reopening there's another uh, a lot of sites that struggled before and they will struggle even more moving forward um particularly in sydney cbd which is quite scary and it's really really sad we're talking about people our livelihood we're talking about people um you know Imagine having a cafe for um, a 10 or 20 years and suddenly you have to close the door and get a job. It is what it is. But it's, it at breaks. the end of the day, it's really sad. Um, on the other hand, on the, on the flip side, um, yes, it's this en- entire situation with um, COVID-19 and, and, and us and everyone really um, getting affected by it. Um, We will see, um, interestingly enough, we will see, in my opinion, that's just my opinion, we'll see um, a lot of cafe owners um, looking for a better product, a lot of cafe owners um, trying to um, uh, find better ways ways or other ways of uh, making the business a little bit more successful or actually viable. And also a lot of uh, uh, places would need to pick up their act. It's, you know, having a coffee machine on a bench and a couple of grinders and making frappuccinos all day long, it's just not going to cut anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the so truth. I'm and, and, sorry and, and, for and
1: being so frank.
0: No, I mean, no, no, no. I'm, I'm cynical sorry. too. I think, I think, look, I think, you know, there's obviously, look, I think, if you and your loved ones are not impacted on a health side of things, like it happened mostly in Italy, USA, Russia, you name it, that's winning first and foremost, okay? But so let's, let's keep we, that away.
1: Let, and also, we're living in an incredible country. The support, the support we're getting 100%. from the government, um, the amount of uh, the, how they manage and handle the entire situation, it's incredible. Yes. Like, Looking at the uh, stats or the numbers coming from U.S. or Europe are pretty scary. Yeah. I've got family in Europe and they're still struggling.
0: Uh, yeah, I get it.
1: So, you know, I we're lucky. It. In a way, we are lucky. We're struggling. Yeah. Yes, we are struggling, but we still... Cons- and, I think,
0: lucky. and I think that, unfortunately, the shops the Most of the shops were going down at the shops that they were not a lot of them were not meant to be open in the first place. And the people who knew their, their craft are going to actually pick up the kilos that's been left on the tables. But look, I think it's not bad. It's just for some people, it's going to save lives. And look, the best thing that I've heard about COVID-19, and then I'll move on to the next question, is uh, if COVID-19 happened four, five, six months ago, Kobe Bryant would be still alive. And that's perspective, yeah? Like, as in, yeah. let's look at the positives. Now, you talked about innovation, Raph, and I, I think this is connecting to the next questions. A business pillar in 2020 is its brand identity and creative uh, digital social media. How crucial is it in this day and age to invest and implement the right team and strategy? And I feel that, I feel that sometimes coffee businesses underestimate the value of it.
1: Look, coffee businesses... Um, a very complicated uh, beast, really. Um, there's a lot of little things that um, make coffee business work. One of those, which is social media marketing. My big one, marketing. So, to me, creating a brand or putting a brand together uh, from there one was super important. Um, I did it not for myself. I didn't want to tickle my own ego. Um, m- my idea behind the brand was to basically um bring something to the market that i will proudly stand by but also introduce something new fresh and um and slightly different yeah the only way i could have done is um i could open um and which we did a company store in the sydney cbd which is doing quite well but the fastest the most um easier way to do it was introducing us and telling the story about us and what we do and how we do it through social media (coughs) different channels of social media we can talk about twitter we can talk about instagram we can talk about facebook um we can also talk to we can talk about linkedin and all all all, all other stuff all other stuff Um, so look we we kind of took it quite seriously the idea of um um making sure that our social media um are sort of representing us and telling the story about us um it's not an easy thing to do because you can get really and quite quickly lost in in this whole um crowd i guess of you know what's happening out there and, um and what you need to do to be successful and popular but our 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 aim was never to be popular our aim was to stand by what we believe in and stand by what we what we want to do and how we want to do it and i think the main thing for us was to introduce and, and, and push a little bit more customers through um, the doors of um, each and every wholesale uh, cafe partner of ours. That was always the case. Besides showing, um, you know, and letting people know what we as a business stand for. And I, I don't know if if I can tell you at the back of the last 18 months if we were successful at it but i guess we did what we wanted to do and that kind of um i guess pushed a little a little bit of people uh, and and customers and also um and and the, and the basic the, the the coffee drinkers that they they go and try different things every day all day towards us and we, we 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 i'm super happy with the amount of you know growth and the amount of um feedback that we're getting being positive or negative um regardless i'm open to any sort of suggestions you know we've got people asking us questions pretty much daily through social media if we do this if we do that how can we do this how can we do that it is an amazing channel to sort of um get to know uh, your customer base and get yes. to know what people want and how they want it and it is super important for any business, regardless of there being a coffee, cafe, espresso bar, restaurant, or you know, 7-Eleven down the corner. It is incredibly important to have that sort of channel taken care of professionally. Um, you know, Luckily on our side, we, we've been in an in a industry in and in a business for quite some time now. So we got to know a lot of nice people that are willing to work, work with us and are willing to help us. Um, so we reached out to a number of people. We've got some photographers. Um, thank you, Caesar. Uh, we've got some photographers doing our amazing job for us. You know, um, yes, it comes. It, it is a price attached to it. It is. It, it's not. It's. It's not super expensive, but it's not cheap either. But it's worth. It's. It's something that you know um, might not be. You, you might not see the return of it in this instantly over the next couple of days or, or weeks. But moving forward on the long term. It works quite well for us. And I suppose if it works for us, it would work for anyone else.
0: Oh uh, well this is my jam, so a thousand percent. look, I it's not it's I think a lot of people have the high expectation of return on investment, but it's more return on branding. Return on investment on the branding. I think yeah, you, having, you know what, you, sh-
1: it's, I think it also depends on you, you you gotta have some patience. It's it. Nothing happens overnight the these days. So you it, it's not gonna take another. It's not it, po- posting something on, on social media. is not gonna get your customers through your through the door the very next morning. It is a constant, constant hard work on it. Getting customers through the door. It's it. It doesn't end there. It just starts. Yeah. You need to make sure that people people coming through your door expect they already have expectations at the back of you know what you're trying to do through your social media at the back of that they need to they need to meet that sort of expectations you need to meet that meet the expectations they need to be they need to feel what you're trying to achieve and what you're trying to do
0: oh 100% look without going too long winded on it uh, closing it but it's uh, it's storytelling It's value telling, it's brand presence, and it's also, uh, it's just more than just sales. And it's the most successful social media are the ones who are non-transactional. Transactional. Transactional, Couldn't agree more. Yeah, you get me. Look, um, I can can talk all day about social media. Um, Listen, so. And you're good at it. um, I try my best. I think my major difference is just, I just work with the industry that I know best that I'm knowledgeable of. In the sense of, I started really because I saw my Toby's customers engaging with agencies who never worked a day at hospital, and hospital I even count McDonald's. You know, they got amazing training sessions, right? And the fact yeah. that it's like if I did social media for electricians or plumbers or dentists, I have no idea, and I'm not passionate about that. So for me, it comes natural because I'm passionate about coffee and hospital. Now, speaking of which, Melbourne—whether you like it or not—gotta <laughs> be careful—is considered somewhat a, you know, a destination for coffee. I think we can agree. Yes,
1: um, we can. But
0: agree. I have to admit, because I'm not biased here, um, Sydney's really catching up big times. What was? Do you
1: think Sydney's ex- catching up, or the Sydney
0: already caught up with you? I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Look <laughs> look what, what do you think it was a key element within this evolution? because I 'll be honest, I came, you know I, I, you know even three years ago in Sydney, I remember I, uh, I, I went there to do a little induction with Toby's, and it was good. It was good. it was fantastic. It was already better than six years ago, but last time I went I, I back to Sydney, it was back in November. I went up to, for a business um, for a business trip. And I was just blown away. I knew, I knew already, but I was like, you know, I was working around Marrickville, I was working around certain areas, Surrey Hills, even Sydney. What yeah. element do you think helped Sydney to have caught up?
1: Um, look, I've... Uh... Look, I don't, I don't see this. Like, uh, I'm finding a little bit challenging to understand this idea between the sort of what's happening now in between the Sydney and Melbourne. Who's who's got a better coffee, and are we caught up with each other, or you know? It beats up. Regardless of that, um, I've always respected um, um, a lot of people in the industry, and um, particularly in Melbourne. You know, like. Um, there is um, a lot of a lot of businesses in Melbourne that I look up to and I think to myself, you know, um if it wasn't for people like Mark Dundon, for example, we wouldn't be where we are right now. Like walking legend would be understatement. I mean this the, 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 the people like that, you know, we've got companies like Toby Smith studying Toby's estate in Sydney. I mean guy's a legend. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I you know, and 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 having to meet all of them in my lifetime and 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 get to know all of them and learn from them—that's the main thing. Learn from them, um, and it's just been incredible to be honest. And look, I I, I don't I don't want to get into this whole uh, Sydney corab or Melbourne corab or who's better, who's worse. There's um a definitely a very I I put that to, um, to demographic. The demographic in Melbourne is very different than demographic in Sydney. Um, I love Melbourne for a number of things um, Coffee would be probably number four or five rather than any and and the other way around. but I love Melbourne for being uh, quirky. I love Melbourne for being a little bit more uh, pushed towards the European side of things. you know I love Melbourne for um, the the weather like the the scarves uh, and 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 having a little bit of more flair to it and that 's how I look at the coffee industry in Melbourne. Coffee industry in Melbourne has got a little bit more flair to it. We in Sydney, we do things a little bit more um, mechanical, I guess. Um, Other than that, you know, uh, we've got a lot of roasters in Sydney that have a lot of um, uh, presence in Melbourne. And we've got a lot of uh, Melbourne roasters having a great presence in in Sydney. And to be honest, it is a good thing. Um, It just shows that... um, it just shows that sort of how how different sometimes the, the the style of coffee um is in between us and and them or them and us i i see it as as a, as a positive um you know i i i kind of um been like i said on my sort of um coffee career looking up to a a number of places in in a number of roasters a number of um sort of significant uh, um, human beings in coffee industry in, in, based in Melbourne. And, you know, they've done some amazing things. It's just, just amazing to, to sort of watch and, and, and be part of.
0: Oh, look, I, I had the privilege and the honor to uh, interview Mark Danton on the show. And it was uh, I, I was lucky because he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's hard to catch. I caught him on LinkedIn. So you're right. There's a platform for everyone because yeah. um, he goes on the radar, you know, he's not out there. And,
1: you know, and that's, the, that's like, we're not here to uh, tickle our each, our own egos. Like, you know, he's done some amazing things yet. Um, you can't see much of it, can
0: you? I know, it's incredible. Like you said, a walking legend without even, yeah, 100%. Um, and I think what I meant is that I really saw an explosion in Sydney of new roasters like yourself yes. and... And and, and even in terms of look and feel, uh, philosophy, equipment, uh, I really saw a huge change in in Sydney. Not to say that Sydney was copying, but in the sense of like, wow, like, you know, in in Melbourne we have the funny joke that it's pretty hard to walk into a cafe and have a bad coffee, like proper bad, like you can't drink it, right? still, There are still...
1: Back to different, but hey, in Sydney, look, We've got some incredible, incredible roasters in Sydney. 100%. We've got some incredible small roasters in Sydney. There's more of them. And then um, it's good to see that, you know, people getting through and, and being recognized for what they're doing. Um, 100%. You know, I believe the more the merrier. Um, it just keeps yeah. us, you know, keeps us on applying um, the game, I guess, um, and keeps us sort of focused on what we do and how we do it. Um, and look, there's some amazing coffees coming out of um, everywhere, really, right now. You name it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what's the what's 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 the what's the sort of um how would that look now moving forward past COVID nineteen and, and the whole situation where a lot of businesses struggled. But if you survive COVID nineteen then you're onto something I
0: forward. think I think on my view and I and we can kinda sort of close that Sydney Melbourne. I think Sydney nails the mechanical like you call it business side of things okay i think that sometimes melbourne gets a little bit too romantic about coffee and well it's
1: the whole idea of wearing scarves and having the autumn and you know and having a good cup of coffee which we all love
0: i think i think sin understands better that okay for this business to be viable we need to be at least at 36 kilos a week based on these metrics i think that it, it, that which is fantastic because an industry would not exist if businesses just folded, which is fantastic.
1: Yeah. Look, from from experience, speaking from my experience, it's hard for Sydney-based business to establish itself well in Melbourne. There's still that sort of barrier, is a state of origin when it comes to coffee, like state of origin.
0: Yeah. Ah, uh, you know I, I mean, if we both worked for a Sydney roaster. That's also Melvin. We we, we both know it. Um, Now, we reached the halfway mark and usually ask an out-of-the-box question, Ralph. If you could, who would you like to have dinner with? Anyone? Anyone.
1: Wow. Um, Probably with my dad. Okay. Um which I probably won't be able to, um, but w- w- when it comes to sort of um, um, a crazy people out there, um, which there's quite few of these days, uh, I'm, I've been sort of really interested and, and struck by um, and Elon Musk. I know it's a bit of um, the usual thing, but no. um, but building um, um, you know electric cars and sending people to um, into space. The space um, and, and, and the next plan is sending people onto the moon. A kind of a mass, you know. Um, it kind of really, it, I, I would really like to sit down with the guy, have a bottle of uh, a, a wine or two, and um, and say, I mean, how how, how crazy do you have to be to come up with that sort of idea and just go hard for it? I mean, and pull it, it off, too. <laughs> and pull it off. It takes some determination, um, you know, it takes, um. It takes some, uh, you know, um, planning, but you you do have to be crazy enough to do it, and not everyone can. I and mean, he obviously managed to do it quite well. And I just want to make sure that, and I just I would love to hear the backstory. You know, like you've read, you read you read the books and um, you read other other things in life, but there's, you know. Um, you know, like I've read a lot of a lot of books about different people, in, 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 the successful people, and each and every story is it's pretty awesome, and and it's it's sort of um, it makes you think about what you do and how you do it. But his story, for some for some reason, just really always gets me. That's good. I mean, That's you know, good. The, the idea of uh, electric cars, you know, as as much as much as I am a uh, love cars and and, and being a petrol all my life. I mean, yes. Why not? We should all drive electric cars.
0: The, the sooner, there the you go. I know, I know, and yeah. Look, you know, the first one to say him to name him, but yeah, I'll, I'll probably have dinner with him. I love to, for sure. Well,
1: wouldn't you? I mean, um, I don't. I probably a hundred percent. Not. not oh, look. It. The question.
0: The question is so. I love this question just because it breaks. It breaks through the interview, but it's also uh, trust me. Uh, you're going to have dinner tonight, and you're to be like, oh, you know what, well, I wouldn't even plan like to have dinner with oh, look, such and such.
1: <laughs> but at the same time, you know, wouldn't you love to have a dinner with JFK or, 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 or oh. you know, <laughs> um, a Melon Monroe? I mean, come on, bring it up. The, the thing is, the world is your oyster. If you can't pick one, you know, uh, John Paul second. I mean, come on, this guy is an uh, is icon. icon. <laughs> so there's a lot of things that a lot of people that I would love to have a dinner with, and I, I for different reasons, I guess, but particularly right now in this sort of DNA and uh looking at what's happening out there and and, and at the back of this whole um, recent trip to, um, of two astronauts being sent by private company into this, it's just... Amazing.
0: It is. Going back to coffee, bring it back from the moon to coffee. Um, coffee. Ralph, if you could change one thing of the coffee industry, what would that be?
1: Ooh wow that's a good question um what i would change and i'm probably not gonna be very um, like for what i'm just about to say look i think that um, coffee is this incredible thing that makes a lot of people happy the price we pay for coffee it's, it, it, it's, it's in in a simple world, in a simple way to say it, it's too cheap. If I could yes. change anything, I would love to be able to charge a little bit more for coffee. I don't want to do it for free. I would love to tell people why it it will have to, or it should cost a little bit more. Because the amount of people, the amount of effort, the amount of little things that you got to do all the way in the whole process from... You know, growing the beans all the way to sort of roasting, bagging, packing, making the cup that, 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 that is just a mind blowing and you're still paying on average three dollars
0: fifty yeah, sorry, I missed that
1: and you're still paying on average for a cup of coffee three dollars fifty well glass of wine you know, the cheapest glass of wine in any restaurant, it's, it's at least 9 to $12 sort of range. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and it's just uh, as, as simple as just pouring a glass of wine into a, 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 a nice glass that probably costs less than any kind of cup, Acme cup out there. And charging 12 bucks being fine for it, where, you know, there's so many variables, so many people involved in this whole chain and, and the whole process. And we still... Charging $3.50 As much as we charged, what, 10, 15 years ago? Yeah. And if that was... Uh, good, I'm speaking on behalf of... I'm speaking on behalf of cath owners. Like, you know, this can't go forever. We, we just got to move on. We got to get on the same page. We got to get... And we got to understand the coffee, it needs to cost a little bit more. And it does.
0: And it's fine. 100%. Good coffee. No? Good coffee. Not any 100%. And that's where, that's where, look, coffee is underpriced. There is no ifs or buts. All right? It's underpriced. It's been for a long time. And this is where probably we have failed as a whole industry in specialty because probably we should have all come together rather than fight against each other. I think there's been a little bit... All try
1: to outdo each other.
0: Exactly. I think there's been too much of that rather than us fighting the big guys. Because the real fight is us, especially team, which are the small guys versus the big guys, which we know who they are, but I can't name them. You know, we go to instant coffee, we go to the commercial coffee, right? So I think that, and I think a way to do that, it should have been, it could be by A, industry regulation, and I'm going to get there in a second and be the overall experience. Let me unpack them and then I'll let you uh, share your thoughts on it. In certain countries, you have a minimum and a maximum that you can charge. Okay. that's yes. it. That's That's where you can go. You can't go no more, no less. Here, I've seen specialty great coffee going from, no joke, I've seen the proposals, $16 with machine cash all the way to 42 for a blend right so the gap is too big it sh- yeah. then quality would win because if coffee per kilo is the same a cafe will really shift towards quality mm-hmm. and the second is your experience because when you go to a fine dining restaurant from the way they put the napkin on your lap the cutlery uh, the way they welcome you the overall experience is worth the not always that two, three, 150, 100, not always. Yeah. But I think that, you know, like we said, we lost the touch with people. So all it is is like $4, bang, see you later, right? I think the experience also needs to improve in order to also elevate a little bit of pricing.
1: Yeah, we also need to slow down a little. Um, so, often, people, often people pay, you know, um, four or $5 per, uh, for a cup of coffee, but, running a shop and making sure that we, uh, we've got, you know, staff, and often, often those baristas don't have time to actually explain what these people are drinking and why they're drinking that and where does it come from? You know, we on the roster side, we're spending hours, days, weeks, months, and, and, and thousands of dollars trying to get the, the beans that we really want that would work with what we wanted to achieve through what, uh, what our business. but. The, the last sort of um part of that it doesn't work much because there's if the shops are too busy or understaffed or this or that that we don't have to we don't have the, the the sort of um the time and 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 we don't find the perfect way or ideal way to to make sure to stop and say look we, you're drinking a coffee that six months ago we went to origin we found ourselves that's what's missing as well that's that's sort of personal touch you know we became very transaction transactional yes Yes. coffee business became very transactional and it's not a it's not a bad thing um um, but when we can and when we've got time to do it we need to take a step back uh, i guess a little bit and make sure that we share the knowledge um the the whole industry needs to start working together we all need to start sort of telling customers not what they want to what, what not what they want to hear but yeah. um, things that they ideally would love to um, to know to get to know you and your business and, and the coffee that you do and, and how you do it and why you're doing it in the first place.
0: Um, and Janina on Tuesday that I interviewed her, I think she nailed it. I think it also should fall down onto the floor stuff, onto waiters and waitresses. I think that they play an important role too in that explanation of the coffee, not just the barista, the owner, the person at the deal. Um, and perhaps, and we'll go into this question in a second innovation, a Zoom meeting where it's weekly, fortnightly, uh, monthly with your wholesale customer, with their staff, a reshareable IGTV, uh, to be able to have that five to 15 minutes conversation to really explain what your business is and also to create a simpler language and i think i like what you said at the start about you know you're very approachable when it comes down to tasting notes right i had a huge conversation about it i had a huge conversation about it with hugh kelly and i was like maybe we should just have a tier one and two and three of tasting notes right like like one for beginners like literally chocolate period then you can have Tier two, which is going to be chocolates or cocoa with hints of orange. And then your tier three is the Jaffa cake. <laughs> like, I think that, and again, it's a marketing thing uh, to pound Jaffa cake with a sprinkle of coconuts and whatnot. But at the same time, we need to be more relatable. Now, we are facing a global pandemic that impacted many people's businesses. How crucial it is constant innovation within an organization. We've seen people going online. We've seen breweries doing, a, or even roasteries, as a matter of fact, doing a hand sanitizer. We've seen people starting selling more online courses. How important is innovation?
1: Look, innovation, it's, it, you know, we, we need to innovate and we need to um, do whatever it takes to sustain our business. If um, people are able to make hand sanitizers or, 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 or anything else, I say whatever it takes. You gotta get your business going, whatever it takes. Um, you know, we, we, we're talking about um, us as a, as a, a roast, roasters and, and cafe owners. That's that's our livelihood. We gotta fight for it. Um, so, you know, it's good to see that um, we come up with different ideas to sustain the business, to make sure the business is still going and is going strong. But at the same time, as much as I, I, I like, and I'm a big fan, a huge fan of um, technology and automation and everything that comes with it when it comes to coffee, I still do believe and I still think that in all this um, social media world we forgot about the connection that we have with us and our customers. <laughs> at the end of the day, I've, I've, I've been. I, I knew this pretty much from day one. Um, that we're not in a coffee business in as such. We, 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 are because that's what we do for living. We do, you know, roast, sell, supply, um, and everything else. But we in the, in a business of, of relationships. This is this is the thing that that really resonates with me. We need to. Um, this cannot be transactional. I need to make sure, and I always do, that my customer can call. They need to know that I am available, not just because they forgot to order something. It's just because they might have a question about how do I approach this? or How do I approach that? A business coach 100%. or a business in general, we all learn from each other. We're not, we might not have the answers. But I work with amazing group of people that help me get through the day every day, all day. So just because of that, if I don't know the answer, I'll I'll, I'll bounce that back, you know, you know, with 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 Greg or, or Jaden or or Ernest or anyone else in the business to buy. It. Like anyone, the, the thing is, we need to be able to help each other. And if I get a phone call from a customer, they. They they need something from me. I need to be able to deliver.
0: Um, I love what you just said. I
1: believe in the sort of um, I believe in this very sort of call it old school mentality of um, one on one uh, a relationship where where we're not just there to you know. um... Sorry, I just keep getting phone calls and. I'm sure you um, do. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not just there to, to drop off my coffee, pick up the check or, or you know, or, or, or the order or, or get the signature on the, in the invoice. we heal, We here heal to support each other and the support doesn't come necessarily just from uh, sort of supplying you. It comes from mm. other things. You know, we, we need to be able to and we need to consistently, constantly, constantly um, be able to evolve. We need to be able to see what's out there. We need to be able to um, maybe not criticize, but just be able to openly speak to your customer and say, look, you know, it is a great thing you do here and it's a, it, it, it works quite well, but maybe you should try something else. Maybe you should go out there and see what's out there. Maybe um, changing um, one supplier to another or adding a lot of, or, or even cutting your menu to, um, you know, five or six sort of items per, rather than, than 20 will actually, Work for your best it Oh, is, it is that sort of connection with customers
0: you, you 're speaking my language I, if you scroll through some previous episodes, like I make this a huge uh, a huge element of it, like we forgot that we're in the people business it 's people people right and look I mean we we can just simplify it. A barista can make someone 's day by remembering their coffee order and name now. Let's just step back and just analyze that. That's super simple, right? It is, isn't it? It is. Isn't it? It's super basic and simple, and yet we've forgotten. It's like rolling your eyes because Janet or or James has ordered has ordered a a, a decaf uh, long black with uh, with frappuccino with two sugars, and yet. James and Janet with their order, they're people who rely on our beverage, but also they are supporting our business.
1: And you know what? You gotta respect that.
0: hundred um, percent. That's what I'm saying. Like We forgot that instead of rolling the eyes, you're like, hey James, you ready for that decaf Frappuccino? Let's hey, go.
1: See, this is what I meant at the very beginning of our conversation about simplifying the business. We also do need to realize that what's our target market here is. Who are the people that buying the coffee from you every day, all day. If they, if they want the Frappuccino with two sugars, with triple chocolate, give it to them. 100%. Eventually, I can guarantee you, every day, all day, after a number of days or weeks or months, they will start getting around to drink a better coffee. They will ask you about it. They will willing, They are willing to learn from you but at the same time you got to be approachable a lot of people in our in in our sort of industry in hospitality are not very approachable we're not doing that for ourselves we're not doing this i haven't uh, we haven't um started a roasting a business to 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 tickle um you know barista's sort of egos
0: no and I, I think we go back on training, right? Let's just so let's just take a step back, right? If I was running training, which I couldn't because I'm not as good as some people that are running training, but if I had 10 students in a room on 10 different machines pouring the flat white, halfway through the pour, I would tell everyone loudly, stop and say, good morning, how are you?
1: Yeah, look, and that's... And smile, you know, that's, like, like,
0: like, like, because all of a sudden it's like, you know, I remember my mentor, my coffee mentor, when I first started in specialty coffee, you know, there was one day that he literally, I was watching the milk in the jug spinning. And all he did was he lift my chin with a finger and say, This is where the people are. Don't worry about the milk. It's going nowhere.
1: I know. I know. And you know what? That's so important as well. Like, um...
0: and now we got Uber milk. So <laughs> it's even <laughs> easier.
1: Thank you, Thank you Joe. Um, look, the good thing is, um, the good thing is, you know, I, I'm I consider myself uh, very lucky. Uh, I got to work with some incredible people, incredible people, and that goes from, um, you know, the warehouse manager, the, the the roaster, the the apprentice roaster, the the, the head baristas, the baristas at our stores, and everything else. They are, are true professionals. They um, they're making my day each and every day, like. I, I, I can't I can't express and I, I can't say that enough that each and every one of these individuals is a big part of what we do here at St. Coffee. They are the driving force. It's not me myself. I wouldn't be ever, ever able to do what we've done in this very short period of time as of the last twenty months. Not 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 a tenth of it. All these people made us, I don't know, you can call it successful, whatever you want to call it, made us who <laughs> we are today. Um, and, you know, it is important, besides investing in social media and investing in anything else, to invest in good people. People, yeah. People are the key to anything and everything. Honestly.
0: And that's why... and that. And that's why myself with my business, my agency, and this is not many people like this, but I hate resumes because it's about people. I rather like resumes are important for certain things, but for me, that going back to what you said about connection, it's also very important.
1: That's the thing. See, we interview everyone who comes through the door, um, and to be honest, we never interview the people with the resume in front of us. It's all about. Connection. It's all about um, being open-minded. It's all about uh, alignment of uh, values as
0: well. Very absolutely important.
1: Absolutely right. And and the thing is, you know, uh, I think it's it's easier to work with someone open-minded with common sense, which not which not necessarily these days is so common, uh, than with someone highly skilled. In all honesty, we have better. Um, Results and, 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 and better sort of um, uh, a better understanding of people with, with, with you know, I'll give you an example like to me it's all about progress it's all about making sure that you know, uh, a people within your organisation are seeing the, seeing the um, they can progress in it, like they can they can build themselves up, they can learn they need to go to work knowing that at the end of the day, besides getting the job done, they've learned something. They might necessarily learn from you, me, or the person next door. They might even learn from something from the customer. But at the end of the day, as long as they learn, they're good. They're winning. Also, we need to give them a way to, a, express themselves. We need to listen. But we also need to give them a room to grow. Growth within the organization is the main thing and that's what really keeps us going we are still very small we are still uh we are still very um new and very uh, like young um and we don't have as many opportunities for our staff internally as we would like to
0: but we'll get there we'll get there we it's only there. We a baby you okay. right. i'm a baby too
1: the one thing that we we, we need to, we, we always say to everyone that is sort of involved in the business is that, you know, hanging there. Like, we are growing. They, the funny thing is, we don't need to even say that. They see what's happening and how it's happening. You know, we already have people that progress from um, working as a barista or head barista to uh, sort of uh, um, apprentice roaster and doing incredible things. Incredible. So, I. Uh, 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 you know, that, and that was the idea behind the business to let people allow people to grow and allow people to, to learn things. And look, um, we might not be there yet, but we definitely uh, are getting
0: there. That's a Ryan mindset. And Raf, I apologize. Look um, we're it time yeah. flew, uh, it's incredible. I could go another hour and I'm sure you could too. It's a good uh, chat, but yeah, in- a really good chat. In- Instagram is actually very cutthroat and it will shut it all down after 30-second countdown. So basically, this is usually what I just say. Look, thank you for uh, giving us an hour of your time, sharing your story, your insights. Yeah, your um, look, um, uh, and, and before I ask the last question, just in case that, the, the last question is, uh, okay, what's next on Raf's uh, planet?
1: Um, stay calm. Stay healthy. That's the main thing. Uh, I'm trying to do that. It's been really stressful last couple of months, and it's been sort of, of a fun and uh, a bit stressful uh, last couple of years. But look, for us, it's all about growth. Um, we love that. We we thrive with with growth in, in 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 the picture. We definitely have got some big plans. We definitely have got some uh, um, a lot of things to sort of um, improve. We're still working on systems. We're still working on on. on um, a lot of things, but uh, the next the next big thing is is to keep consistently having fun at it. It might not seem like some days you know there's there are days when we're having a lot of fun there are days when it 's really tough and it 's difficult, and it just reminds you that you know w- why you 're doing what you 're doing but remember why you started it's it 's something that I kind of um ask yes. myself on those difficult days and yeah we've got big plans um, um we definitely want to grow we um we're in a stage where we, we, as a business, particularly after the COVID-19, we need to grow. Uh, we've, we've got the room to grow. And, yeah, we just want to keep doing our own thing.
0: Fantastic. And thank you, Ryan. I think you're spot on in terms of uh, remember where you come from, you know, the classic sentence. And I think it's super relevant. And also, I think remember what you have. Remember what you already have remember yeah, look, the small things the because we got we got to be grateful because i think to be humble we need to be self-aware of the little things because once we lose them that's when we realize how important they were to us well,
1: and i think a lot of people we're too busy often to stop and realize where we are and what we've achieved you know i i'm guilty of that most of the times and you know i, I need to sometimes uh, remind myself to do that and um, if it wasn't for the you know, people I work with, it probably wouldn't happen as much. But, you know, um, I like I said, I consider myself super lucky. I get I get to work every day, all day, with some incredible people, um, and that goes for uh, the staff here at Sendrew, as well as our, our customers. You know, each and every one of them, just beautiful. Um, and that's what really, that's what really works for me. That's what really gets me gets me get up every morning.
0: And oh, that's fantastic, Raf. What a pleasure to meet you. Oh, thank you again.
1: Uh, thank you again for, for having us. I mean, um, very hum, humbling experience and, um, and, a, and a very um, amazing uh, an hour or so. But um, yeah, thank you.
0: Maybe we'll catch up again in a few months. Maybe in Sydney.
1: Maybe Melbourne. <laughs> we actually've got a number of customers in Melbourne that are doing really well and um, number of potential customers that are coming. Uh, next time you fly down kind of to, to Melbourne, we
0: need to have a we'll pro together. Be, uh,
1: <laughs> we'll definitely, uh, um, you know, we're we'll definitely going to be um, in touch.
0: We'll keep in touch. For, fantastic. Thank yeah, you again, Raf Legend.
1: Nico, yeah, cool. appreciate it. Thanks a lot.
0: Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Bye.
1: There you have it, guys. Thank you for
0: tuning ch- in. Uh, big shout out to whoever is still around uh, after this. So, Mini Breed, Tanti, good to see you, Ost. Andre, Consult, Julian, Jonik, uh, Carlos, Penolier, uh, Boybabsky, uh, MJ Garcia, Checkpoint Charlie, Daniel, Anthony, Jay Rivers. Uh, thank you all for being here. It's good to see you. And uh, if you enjoyed this, please feel free to take a screenshot, reshare it, and uh, share on your stories or your Twitter or your Facebook. I'd love to see this growing further tomorrow we got a bonus episode with uh, ralph russell uh, ralph from uh, the band building so i love to see you there it's going to be another banging episode and uh, thank you again for all and especially thank you to Ralph from st for joining us today and uh, we're just going to keep pushing these episodes out about three per week so stay tuned and uh, follow us if you don't so that you know who are the next guests We are full all the way to July, so we're going nowhere. And uh, yeah, thank you again and stay safe out there.